Hello, Dork Squad. I'm Jonathan Cormer, and you're listening to Dork Tales Storytime, the podcast for kids and their pop culture-loving grown-ups. It's a beautiful day for a story, adventure and glory, new friends and old ones too. It's an excellent day to get swept away in a tale, so let us regale you. Hey, grown-ups! just a disclaimer, there is a brief non-graphic discussion around the topic of death. Oh, well, it looks like we won't have more guests tonight, Jonathan. Yeah, seems like our forest friends aren't willing to brave this rain. Even for your party. Oh, you mean my spooktacular Halloween haunt? Uh, Right. Uh, Sorry no one can make it, Reg. Oh, well, guess it's just us. Oh, and me. Oh, goodness gracious. Oh, bye. Hi, Lugo. Good evening. Sorry, we didn't see you hanging from the Great Pumpkin. I would never miss a Halloween party, Johnny. (laughs) Oh? Is it because of how much bats are associated with Halloween? Oh, yes, we are, aren't we? (laughs) But actually, no. I'm just a fan of the candy. Well, now that it's just the three of us, what should we do? Oh, dear. The lights have gone out. Oh, the storm must have knocked out our power. Oh, oh, this is frightening. That's it! You're a genius, Lugo. I am? How about we share some scary stories? Ooh, that does sound perfect for a Halloween haunt. Hit it, Jonathan. Give us your best frightening fairy tale. Well, maybe Lugo has a spooky tale to tell us. Hmm, I, uh, I think I do. You do? It's from my time working in the foreshadow. (gasps) You worked in the foreshadow? The ever-dark lands of once upon a time. It always feels like midnight, and it's always storming somewhere. Kind of like tonight. Oh, just imagine the power being out. And it's the spookiest part of Halloween every day. And you always have this feeling something sinister is coming. And something is lurking just around the corner. That's the foreshadow. Anyways, I used to work for this infamous scientist there. A warthog named Hagenstein. Are you sure you don't mean Frankenstein? No, Hagenstein. I was helping the young, enthusiastic scientist with his latest experiment to cheat death. Okay, yep, I can see where this is going. Really? How? Uh, Just listen. 
Hagenstein would spend nights up in his castle writing equations on the walls and scribbling notes in his journal. But nothing seemed to crack the code until he created a formula called It's Alive Number Five. He vowed that with his formula, he could bring any non-living thing back to life. And he enlisted my help to make a super creature that would prove his theory once and for all. Eesh. Hogs can be so mystifying. Just scientist warthogs like Hogenstein. Set off on his quest due to the unfortunate circumstances of losing his dear mother to murder? Uh, no, not exactly. She was lost to the fearsome fogs of the foreshadow. That's why Hogenstein was determined to change the world and stop death from ever happening again with It's Alive Number Five. Were you ever successful? Well, we were working in the lab late one night. When your eyes beheld an eerie sight? Yes. How did you know? Anyway, Hogenstein had just asked me to bring him his new It's Alive mixture. Lugo, bring me the vial so we can run another test. Yes, Hogenstein. This is it. I can feel it, Lugo. Let's attach these wires here and pour the entire vial of It's Alive number five into this test tube here. Directly into the brain, Doctor? Yes, Lugo. Directly into the brain. And now, I will set up this lightning rod here and open the roof of our laboratory. To let in the storm, sir? To let the thunder, lightning, and rain down upon us, Lugo. I helped him with every step even though all our attempts had failed before. But then... The lightning finally struck Hogenstein's lightning rod and invigorated the formula, which woke up the creature, and he leapt from his slab and tried to hurt Hogenstein? Yes. It's alive, 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 alive. <laughs> I mean, he did finally come to life, but he really just sat up and took in his surroundings. But then he wreaked havoc on the town, destroying homes. Right? Um, no, that's not quite right either. The doctor and I told the creature to leave the foreshadow because the rain and wind wouldn't be very helpful for his weak immune system. Um, and he got enraged and jumped out the window. Oh, we, we opened the door and saw him out. And he went to look for a home near the fantasy. Oh, how delightful. Nothing like the fresh sea air. Oh, absolutely, Reggie. Now, he, here's where it gets really spooky. <laughs> oh, boy, here we go. 
Yes, my quills are standing on end. The creature found a little seaside cottage to live in. And for a while, he spent most of his days alone. But he started to miss his family, Hogenstein, and me. He thought and thought for a long time and decided to go out into his surroundings. This looks like a nice little coffee shop. Maybe I can meet some of my new neighbors. Hello, people! All of the people in the coffee shop looked up and froze at the sight of this strange new being. And then there was an uproar. Everyone in the entire shop abandoned their tables and dashed out the door. You could say it was a door dash. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I guess I'll just go home. Our creature friend was feeling sad and defeated by his first failed attempt. He walked over to the wall of the cafe on his way out. And he burst through it and went to further terrify the townspeople in revenge. Uh, actually, he spotted a bulletin board announcing a sandcastle building competition. Wait, sandcastles? Seriously? Oh, I love sandcastles. Now, our creature had never done anything like building sandcastles and felt very nervous about trying something new in front of everyone in town. But he had to put himself out there. So he called up the boss and I for a few pointers. Sandcastles? Brilliant, my boy, brilliant. I will send blueprints right away. And remember, you are a work of great scientific innovation. Don't let anyone get you down. Oh, yes. Just show them the awesome creature you are. Be brave, my boy. Be brave. The next time we heard from the creature, the townspeople had rejected him once again, and he stomped through the sandcastle competition, breaking down all of their masterful castle creations. Um, Jonathan... I don't think you really know where this story is going. He does not. For in fact, the creature told us that he went out to the sandy beaches every day and tried to learn to build that sandcastle. And for many of those days, the townspeople would still cower in fear and abandon their towels and umbrellas and beach balls while fleeing from him. Happy lives! It's the creature! Oh dear, did he give up? Not at all. All. He continued to go out and practice forming his sandcastles. <laughs>
And soon, the townspeople saw that he meant them no harm. Some of them even started to teach him more about the art of sandcastle construction. He made good friends. And when the competition rolled around, he won. <laughs> oh, no, no, not at all. <laughs> but he did his best and had an amazing time. Apparently, he found the courage to lead the townspeople in a rousing chorus of the ghoulish classic, The Monster Mash, at the end of the competition. He sent us his People's Choice Award, and we hung it up in the lab. He even chose a name for himself. <laughs> I'm George now. <laughs> And he still lives in his seaside cottage and tries to build bigger and more spectacular sandcastles every year. He wrote me just the other day to tell me he's begun writing poems. And even when he gets nervous, he still goes to the cafe's open mic to read them to the crowd. Ooh, wow. And that's. All? That's all. But I'm confused. What is it, Jonathan? Well, I just thought it was going to be more, you know, terrifying. Like a real scary story. Oh, don't get me wrong, I loved it. It just didn't seem like a spooky tale. Oh, but Johnny... The creature had to go out into the world on his own and not give up and try something he had never tried before. And even after all the townspeople looked at him and judged him before he had the chance to show them his big heart. What's more scary than facing your own fears <laughs> mm, yes facing your fears is the scariest <laughs> huh you know what you're both right and the creature was even brave enough to ask for help exactly an excellent story lugo Yes, thank you for making our Halloween haunt a real bash. You mean a monster mash? The monster mash? It was a graveyard smash. <sighs> I suppose we all have to face our fears sometime. But I'm not so sure I want to fly home in this dark downpour. Any chance I could spend the night here? Oh, certainly. Wouldn't want you to get soaked when it's nice and cozy here. Unlike the lab of one Hogenstein. Hey, Hogenstein. Uh, Reg, could you stop doing Hogenstein? That. Okay, maybe this place is scarier than the foreshadow. Really? <laughs> no, you two are so much fun. Hogenstein! 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 This has been a John in Character production. Today's story was written by Amy Thompson, edited by Molly Murphy, and performed by Jonathan Cormer. 
Sound recording and production by Jermaine Hamilton at Hamilton Studios. Reach out to us on Instagram or email us at dorktalestorytime at gmail.com. Find links in the show notes or go to dorktalestorytime.com. Now, go be the hero of your own story, and we'll see you next Once Upon a Time.